This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. just want to welcome everyone that's tuned into Radio K Pulpit here with Alana Willifee and my program is called Body Matters and today I have two very special people in the studio. I've got Tani Poppy Hooftvish and Heidi Loebscher. Um, Poppy has written a book with her daughter Heidi Lee and we're going to discuss the book called God Calls. And we're going to be chatting a little bit about the books that Tani Poppy has already written. And we're going to touch a little bit on that. But first of all, I just want to welcome both of you in the studio. Thank you so much. And thank you for the privilege that you invited us. It's a great joy for me to be on the air with my daughter. This is also a new thing and a new beginning, I believe. And yeah, I think last time I was here, it was so blessed. So I think this time it will be doubly blessed. No, I definitely have. And Heidi, Heidi Lee. Yes. Thanks for the warm welcome. It's good to be here. And yeah, so you both have now started this venture together, which wasn't planned. So I'm very excited That's to true. hear about it. But first of all, I'm going to call you Tani Poppy because yes. everybody knows you as Tani Poppy. That's true. <laughs> So, Tony Poppy, you are the founder of Bridal Love Ministries. Correct. Don't you want to tell the audience a little bit, tell us how your walk with God led to the beginning or the founding of this particular ministry? Okay. Right now I'm 73, so it's a long story. <laughs> but I'll cut it short by saying when I turned 40, I believe I came out of the wilderness. I had depression because of a lot of stuff that happened, life happens, Mm. and also because of things that happened in my childhood. And I had to find intimacy. I read books about it. I tried everything. And then a friend of mine said, are you really desperate? And I said, yes, I, there's not a book about intimacy that I haven't read, but I don't experience it. So in the end, I was with a friend uh, in George at Carmel and I walked in the woods and I was crying because I was always crying in that year. (laughs) And then the Lord said to me, I must cry out loud. I know that Jesus loves me, Poppy. And I sort of ignored it, just walked on and he said it a second time. So I stopped and I said, I know Jesus loves Poppy. He loves me. He said, that's good. But I said, cry. So I said, I know Jesus loves Poppy. And then he said, I said, cry, shout. So I knew there was no one in the woods, Mm. just me. So I took a deep breath and I screamed. I know Jesus loves Poppy. And I started crying. And now I hugged a tree at one stage because I was just (laughs) crying and crying. And Mm. I believe that was a a, a pivotal moment in my life. And then uh, I'm a teacher, so I love teaching. Um, And then because I'm in the Word now, I started teaching the Word. I had Bible study, women's Bible study. And whatever I learned, I 
<laughs> I just transferred it to them mm-hmm. and they kept coming. And then the Lord said about after a year, I want you to study the book of Song of Songs and do it through the viewpoint of intimacy. I didn't even know what he meant. Sure. But I just started reading the book and I cried and I cried and I cried. And there wasn't much to, to read and, um, in connection with the Song of Songs from the Bible. It was the books I also mm. read were just written. It was not the word. Yes. And he started giving me downloads. I didn't even know at that time that it's downloads, but whatever I heard, I wrote down and put the scriptures. And I knew I fell in love with Jesus then, really. Up to today, um, I can't imagine going through a year without mm. making a quick visit to that small little book with only eight chapters of Song of Songs. And in the beginning, it was like a, 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 lady, a manual. Yes. And the lady who spoke into my life said, no, but I saw a book. I saw a book. I said, no, man, it's just a, a manual to help the people. Yes. And eventually I realized she's correct and I wrote the book. And then afterwards the Lord said, I must do it on, on a video. Today we have it on sticks. USB sticks. What? USB sticks. USB sticks. Thanks okay. for my <laughs> millennial daughter. <laughs> and um, then it just started spreading. People bought the book and they bought the set and then they would go and do it. And, so, and, and is that the book, My Beloved? Um, my case, my beloved, come home, my liefling, yeah. That's what the bride's crying out. And then later, when I got to Revelation, he said to me, So the name of the book of Revelation is Behold, I'm Coming Soon. Sure. And then I saw that the two books meet each other one from the Old Testament, one from the New Testament. And my Christ, my beloved, behold, I'm coming soon. And that's my message for the last 20 years. Sure. And is that where you based your ministry on? Yes. Is that where the name comes from? <laughs> no, the name comes from my husband. He's a name giver. Okay. He names everything. So um, uh, we did a, a friend of ours invited us to do a weekend camp. And I said to him, man, I've been doing this for three years now. And I'm still not finished with the group I started with because we went verse line line upon line, sure. you know. In deep, in real How do depth. you imagine I can do this in a weekend? And he said, just go and pray and see what the Lord tells mm. you. And in the end, yeah, that was him. So um, he said, but now what, what do I write? So I said, I don't know. It's just a Bible study group. And he said, no, but you must have a name. So he wrote down, Wachlid Bedieninga. And that song of songs. Eh? Yeah, Wachlid. and I was like, I don't know if I like this idea. And so I told my husband what happened, and he said, no. No, it's going to be more than just song of songs. Mm. And I said, what do you mean? He said, I don't know what I mean. I just know we must call it Bridal Love Ministries. Whatever you write or teach or talk it is more than just song of songs yes. so he's like you he can see far ahead I'm, he took the revelation and the, yeah. the song of songs and he put them together yeah, because it's him. the bride the yeah. love yeah. that God has for us that's well, I would move step by step but he would go and see there and then mm. give me a fright and then I see oh he was right <laughs> so he's the visionary you the detailed one yeah, yeah. we need to focus on the smallest smaller things would you like to add something since you know as well <laughs> <laughs> yes, I. No, do. that is accurate. He he is a visionary, and 
he doesn't always see the full picture, but mm. he has that distinct intuitive sense yes. of this is going to grow, it's going to multiply if we mm. do it right. And when he's heard, he's heard, yes. and then you can't argue with the man. Mm. Um, and yeah, he's he's been that way from the beginning. So it's it's been a joy to see what to see his obedience unfold mm. and actually fill in the rest of the picture as it's mm. developed over the years. So Tony Poppy, you and your husband actually do this together, am I right? Or is it yes. just mainly you, both of you? When I started it was just me, but that was only for the women's Bible study group. I mean, I would have done that for the rest of my life, be quite happy, enjoy the women we talk with. Yeah, yeah, nice to get together with the women. I don't <laughs> think I'm a visionary. Um, I think Idly also takes off to her dad, mm. especially now that I'm getting older. They're like pushing me from the one side and pulling on the other <laughs> side. And that's the way oh, I move. Sh- oh, so you just go with the flow. They just yeah, take you by the yeah, hands and yeah, take you where you need to be. I'm, I'm, I just get so intimate with the Lord. I can't care what goes on outside yeah, of around me. Up in the moment. Which is actually selfish. But yeah. No, well, I know. don't think so. That's flowing in the spirit. <laughs> so you have got your first book is Make Haste, My Beloved. And that one is based on Songs of Songs. And yeah. then you've got the second book, Behold, I'm Coming. And that is just based on Revelation. That's right. Okay. And it was two years after I finished Song of Songs that he started talking to me about now that the bride knows she's supposed to be a bride because people get saved, but they don't know they're supposed to be a bride. They're a believer. And those years, I mean, that was 2005. You didn't even hear about the bride. Yeah. So it was very new. And just, just offhand now, if you had to describe, because I know the concept of us being a bride of Christ, if you had to put it in terms of explaining that to someone, because I know I've... And the only way I could explain this to someone, and maybe I'm wrong, but but you've got a little bit more depth in that, is that when we um, give our lives to Christ, we're in a covenant with him. And it's the same as when you marry someone, you go in a covenant with them and you become one. Is that the same when we accept Jesus, that we we become in a covenant with him, that he is our our husband? Or how do you view that? Just just explain that to the uh, audience. I, um, I agree with everything you said, but I would al- almost say in 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 uh, on our seconds, yeah, in inverted commas, inverted commas. But then people get churched. You become okay. a believer, and then you go to church and you stay in church. Uh, we've been busy this weekend <laughs> with yeah. this couple that you phoned me last night. Faithful churchgoers, everything, and 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 she put it into words. She said, mm. "Tony Poppy, you know, I we do this and we do that when we go to church, but inside I feel there's something missing. Sure. There's something more." Sure, yeah. Then I just start to talk song of songs, and then mm. they go, and the head keeps nodding, and that's what it is. That's mm. what it is. It's like they want to know what else can I do, and I understand that so well because I was there myself. Yes. What else can I do? And and people are still the same. They get born again. They go to church, but Song of Songs is not really taught in churches. That's that very true. Uh, and I actually want to say the same. The little, even though I have busy with the book myself, Song of Songs is probably the the book people put aside. Yeah, you know, it's not really for me. What sometimes I read it that it, it, it's like a love story. But do we 
how do we perceive that love story? So it would be very interesting for for the listeners actually to to read your book and get it because there's obviously much more into that that you've experienced that God had downloaded, um, you know, in in while you were going through it and. That's inspired you to write the book. Yes. And then just to, just to touch on Revelations quickly, just in a nutshell, okay. what is Revelations all about? Uh, it's an end-time book because that's what he said. Now that you know you're a bride, my bride must have an end-time vision. Okay. So I said, yes. And he said, and that's all in Revelation. Now, I love the book of Revelation. Mm. And he said, your next book's going to be on Revelation. And I'm... He was in a hurry to get the two books out, like it was within yes. three years both. Sure. And I remember I said, but look, there's so many books on Revelation. I myself mm. own quite a lot. What? Why must I now reinvent the wheel? And mm. he said, no, it's going to be Revelation from the viewpoint of intimacy. And I was like, huh? Sure. Then he said, why do you think I chose John from the 12th to write the book? Why did he have to wait until he was 96 before he he, he came to me, book. yeah, wow. and and he was the one standing at the cross wishing he could just be with Jesus, whether dead or alive. I mean, that was his intimacy with the Lord. Mm. So he made me go and study the character of John. And then I understood John was actually a bride. He was willing to die. The sure. other disciples all ran away and all through his life. And then when he showed me that these two books meet, that the bride must be awakened and then she must have an end-time vision to warn the world because judgment is coming and it's my mm, message and now sure. more so than ever. So, yeah, after yeah. that I thought I was finished <laughs> and the ministry grew and it was song of songs, song of songs, revelation, revelation sure. for until five years ago. Sure. So God's really been imparting in that area. Heidi, do you want to add to that? Yes, I do. Um, the Revelation book, what I always tell people is it's it's a common question that they ask, why why is this book different than the other material available? Mm. And I've seen the material available. It's all along the lines of studying the book, understanding what is metaphor, what happens when, mm. and sort of getting to grips mentally with a timeline in Revelation that jumps back and forth. Mm. And then people tick it off and go, okay, I've got more or less an idea of what's going on there. And this is wildly different in the sense that this is the first and only book I've ever seen that answers the question for the reader of how is this personally relevant to me? Sure. Where does revelation fit between the things I need to get done Monday and Friday? How does this fit into my vision, into who I am, into what God called me to be? When, when many of the brides who come to Song of Songs in the beginning, they go, what else can I do? And that is not the first question the Lord answers yes. because you've made the choice to be a believer, but you don't understand identity. Mm. You are doing things because you believe they are the right things to do, but you don't have a perception really of identity. And Song of Songs is identity. Wow. After identity, after you've learned to receive the fact that the Lord loves you, and that's that, mm. no matter what you do, after that, then he comes with now Here's the vision of what to do. Sure. End time vision. Now your function, purpose. the things you do, your purpose now flows out from identity rather than the other way around, which is how we love to yes. do it. The other way around. That and is it doesn't so work. True. We think by works we're mm. going to gain identity, but and it it's through work. identity we do the work of God. Exactly. It's first learn how who to be. 
Mm-hmm. And then what you do flows out from there. That's very powerful. Very powerful. It's interesting to see the overlap, but it's also we have a lot of women who tend to do Song of Songs first. Mm. They gravitate toward it naturally. Mm. Then the men come along and go, what is my wife doing? Mm. And they do Revelation. They're more interested in that. And then they swap and the two meet each other in the middle. Sure. Well, that sounds so interesting. So for the listeners out there, at the end of this program, we are going to give – all the information needed if you would like to get the two books um, that is Make Haste, My Beloved, and that's on Songs of Songs and also the book on Revelation, and that is Behold, I Am Coming. But we're going to touch a little bit on the book um, God Calls. So, Tony Poppy, it took a long while before you actually started working on this book. How did this all come about? Because the book is it's written with the concept of walk with God like Enoch. So how did that come about that you started this book, which seems a bit different from the other two? Am I right? <laughs> Sitting here listening to you, I just made a revelation myself. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> because like I said, when I finished Song of Songs, I thought that was it. Then the Lord brought the book Revelation. I thought, okay, that was it. But also he made me do videos, div- videos and DVDs. And okay, so Tony, you're getting with it now, eh? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> been there all the time, but I just yes, forgot. Yes, that's awesome. And then uh, uh, both Afrikaans and then English. So it was a lot of work, actually, because to get the books out in both languages, it's actually two books yes. every time. Oh, that's that, where that I didn't came know in. it was translated. So you did all the translation. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. And what I loved was so she translate in the same spirit. She understands how mm. I think. And then she just puts it in the most beautiful English, what I love. And then uh, when we get to the revelation, the be, uh, behold, I'm coming soon, the Lord said, and we, you're going to shoot this in Israel. And wow. we thought, what? And we made, Dionys is a, a chartered accountant. He made the sums and we thought, no, there's no way. It's going to cost us too much. <laughs> we just left it. We thought, no, we'll do it locally, so like we did the Afrikaans yes. one. But then the Lord started sending money. And we realized, oh, we have to pick this up again and go. Mm. So in the end, we did go. And that was awesome. It was awesome challenges as well. Because anything in Israel you do will be attacked. The enemy hates it. Sure. So uh, the the Revelation the, uh, movie, movie, the DVD, the USB stick, is, I really love that because the text is in there and the man who read the text has got a very musical voice. So, and, and that was hard. We did the beginning and the, and the endings in Israel and then okay. came home and did the teachings at home. But it was a two-year project. I thought, now I'm finished. I've got Mm. both books. I've got this. That's it. And that was really what we were doing. We were traveling all over the country. And everywhere people would realize, oh, it's that easy. I just have to get the book. Mm. And the DVD works through it. And I can start my own Bible study group. And that's what they do. Okay, so let me just clarify quickly. So you've written the book. You've made teachings on video. And does it come with like a, you know, when you, you can, uh, like a whole book, we, a study yes. guide, yes, a study guide. Okay, so you put them all together as a package so yes. people who would want to start it in their own house could buy yeah. the package and they could run with it. Yeah, and that's uh, been happening for the last 20 okay, years. Okay, so you're multiplying so, and deciding. Yeah, yeah that's wonderful. And, that and, wonderful. and every group is different because they have their own way of, in- way of doing things. Some would... 
watch the video with her friends. Others would watch the video on her own and teach it to her friends. It yes. depends on what, if she feels she's got a calling to teach, she does it. And, and the teachings that you recorded was in Israel? Yeah. Okay, the, 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 okay. Yeah. that's wonderful. So we would ended up like they would do or work through one of the two books and then invite me. And then we would go and just sort of minister, minister and do the ending with them or whatever. And lately it's been mentoring all the time. They would phone me and people, have get, people are getting much more courage to do it than in when we started. They were yes. too scared and they would go to their Germany or their pastor and sort of get permission and I would say, you never, they want to get it into the church. Mm. I said, it won't work. Yeah. You can watch in your house whatever you want. Yes. Just buy the set, invite a few friends and start. Okay, so you were saying they wanted to do it in their homes, but they wanted to get permission from the pastor whether yeah. they could do it. And it you know, that yeah. was the, 20 years ago. Okay. These days, they, people don't yes, think like that, but they it. wouldn't even buy a book unless the pastor okay it, it, yeah, yes. approved it. So um, I was so busy doing that. And I was, sometimes I would think if I ever would write another book, it would be on Isaiah. And then I thought, well, the Lord hasn't given me the, the commissioning. Yes. So I, just a thought, just a thought. And then 2019, there came a, a, like a turn in our ministry. Mm. We did a camp on um, the harvest camp. The, the harvest is ready. And there was a lot of birthings that we realized, yeah, people are getting babies, spiritual babies for, for going out. In, it, it just Yes, uh, accelerated are... at such a pace since 2019 and we knew something is happening and then the Lord said to me I want you to write another book and I was like oh okay and I was waiting for him to say on Isaiah and then he said on Enoch and I said Enoch <laughs> <laughs> so every time anybody asks me in, in, in the year I'm writing a book and they ask me what and I say Enoch they say I can't judge them. I did exactly the same. Sure. And he said, yes. He said, what do you know about him? I said, Lord, I only know he was raptured. Mm. So I said, yes. And so when I, I do the same when people say, why Enoch? Then I say, what do you know about him? Then I say, oh, that's the man that got raptured. I said, yes, that's why. Sure. It so, was him and Elijah, am I right? Yeah, him and okay. Elijah. And so the Lord said to me, well, I want you to study Enoch. Why did I rapture mm. him? So I thought, oh, where do you go and study Enoch? There's only two places I know, the place where it says he got raptured in Genesis, and then in Hebrews uh, there's a reference to him, and that's it. Sure. So I sort of got my mind ready, you know, I'm going to look for books and teachings mm. and things, and he said to me, no, nothing of that. I said, Lord, but how? And he said, you're not allowed to read anything or listen to anything about Enoch. So I knew this is different, was totally different yes. because Song of Songs was just from my heart and my yes. passion. Revelation was I worked like a student, read all the books, got yes. the facts together and then put in the intimacy as I wrote. Yes. But now, now, nothing to hold on. That's yes. how I felt. Now you just got Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so I would, I started, but then I would do like three verses. Then I was so in awe, I would walk around for three weeks like somebody who's not right here on earth. <laughs> And not yeah. do a thing. And he said to me later, no, you can't carry on like this. You'll never finish. So I said, but what must I do, Lord? So mm. he said, get a group together. Tell them your division. Ask them if they will walk with you this road. So I realized, okay, this is not a class. 
So I just had to share with him. That I don't know how long this is going to take. If you have to leave or whatever, I'll bless you. I just need two or three faces. So that every week I will prepare a chapter. Yes. And then it started. And I would say to my husband, like, three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, I'm going to write tonight. I would just feel it yeah, coming up in my spirit. Excitement. And he by now knew then, then I would work in my office, sleep on that bed because I would start about nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night and then go to three or four o'clock the wow. next morning. And as I moved along, I realized it's because my mind is not so active then. And I realized, oh, it's actually downloadings. Sure. Because I would hear things, and I, you know, like with journaling, you write down what you hear. Yes. But it came so fast. I would type like a madman, um, afraid it would go away. Yes. But it was like a tap you opened, and you close the tap, wow. and then there's nothing. And she had to start editing. <laughs> she sent me a mail, Mom, what's wrong with you? I used to be an Afrikaans teacher for yes. matric, so I was very Punctual on, on your Afrikaans on my Afrikaans punctuation, everything. Intense attention to detail. She <laughs> said, Normally. it's not you writing. Your verbs are all over the page. You have no punctuation. You just go from one sentence. To... I said, I know. I can't stop to. I would type three lines and then check it. That's mm. how I work. I said, and I couldn't do that. I just had to type, 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 type until the. The, the, the tap is closed and then I would go to bed and that went on night after night sure. and my husband was watching me I know those eyes when he's like watching me <laughs> yes. for me to crash yeah. and he testifies to the people he said you can't believe it the next morning 8 o'clock she's up and on as if she slept 12 hours but let us take a short music Soon. break just want to welcome everyone back. That's tuned in to Radio K Pulpit. You're with Alana Willie for you. And I'm busy chatting to Tani Poppy um, Hopeflesh and Heidi Lopesha, who's written a book um, called God Calls. And, and you know what's so amazing is, and I just want to tell the, the audience that Tani Poppy gave me this book. This is a thick book. <laughs> this is not a thin book. This is like a Bible. And I, it from, is. from the two scriptures that you got, from the little information, that you have to what you've written I am totally amazed of what God has done just to see that um, amount of download that or amount of information that God had given you so that that is for me awesome that which you now said that makes my heart beat faster it's like a Bible you're not the first one to say that sure. because the whole Bible is in that book wow because Enoch is the prophet who saw the furthest. He saw from the very beginning until sure, the, end, the end, further wow. than John. Sure. And that takes time to realize exactly. And then she would start to uh, realize when I get tired, she would write to me, Mom, here, chapter so-and-so, line so-and-so. Yes. You didn't unpack this. Mm. And I look at it and I would, we were on the phone endlessly. I said, yes, I remember that, but I got tired. <laughs> I knew there was some more, but I didn't get anything. So I just moved on. So she would say, but I, I got something yeah. to, to, to unpack it. So I said, well, write it and send it to me. And I was like, when I read it, oh. and that was it. Okay, put that in. 
but none, no, no one of us realized what God was busy with. Sure. Then it happened a second time, and by the third time, the Lord said, do you realize she's becoming a co-writer? And I was like, what? And then it was already happening. Yes. And I said to her, listen, this is what the Lord told me. She got very quiet on the other side. I said, but if you get something else... I now know we must both be obedient. It must come in. Yes. I think that's why the book got so oh. weighty. You want to add something? So, Heidi Lee, yes. I want to quickly ask you, your mom has been explaining, how did you see, did you ever think that you were going to be the co-writer of this book or not really? Or was it just, or was it just slowly but surely helping your mother and then f- before you knew it, you were caught up in this whole thing. So how, how was your experience on this um, whole co-editing? And, yeah, what was your journey up until now to this point? Before that, I I had worked on the other two books, as she mentioned. And it had been a long time since we had a major content project. Um Besides the Song of Songs and the Revelation, we have an equipping manual that we help people just get some hands-on skills for those who want to regularly run a group or run events. And I'd worked on that um, from time to time. We don't run that event very often, but the manual at least is now at the point where people can buy it without attending the event. And it's a reference book and they can go with it. Sure. And aside from that, it it had been this kind of quiet, long interim time and I work as a copywriter for a living um, so words and editing and communicating ideas in a way that lands for the reader or the listener um, that's my sweet spot sure. and that is the challenge that I enjoy so much with translation mm-hmm. and editing because she has a way of saying something in Afrikaans to Afrikaans people and it will land for them and we would have these endless conversations about okay but the the way it lands for English people is not the same. Mm. And while we translate to say the same thing in the same spirit, the way it lands is different. Mm. And to kind of keep that in account sure. and sort of observe the flow of it is, is fascinating to me. And when we started on this, when, when she had gotten to the point that there was enough material for me to start translating and editing, I remember sitting at my desk very vividly and I sort of had this running track of thought while I'm working on the first two chapters or so, two, three chapters in, and thinking how my mom has this ability to write as if she had a conversation with Enoch, and now she's telling you, the reader, about that conversation. That's kind of how it reads. It's very personal, approachable kind of style. And I just thought about how unique that is and how this is a very enjoyable project. It's, It's been a long time since I've sunk my teeth into something like this. Um, since most of my work is typically writing and editing, I don't do a lot of translation. Mm. And then I had this thought of like, but this is nice, but where is it going? Mm. <laughs> and then I got to a section where, as she mentioned, she had there was like a gap in the content. And I, I started texting and I said, there's some things you didn't unpack here for the reader. And we sort of had started, begin. we'd begun to set an infrastructure, some baseline rules for polishing this content yes. to unpack links for the reader was one of one of the main rules um, 
And she and I both have the same Bible background and, and ministry training. So we mm. follow each other's line of thought on references very quickly. Yes. And, and I think also just being mom and daughter, you grew up in the same household. Mm. You know, like that we say people in the same household has the same sense of humor. So you mm. kind of, you get each other without really yeah. having to please explain. So which makes it nice. That exactly. You, have, you, you understand your mom yeah, without so having to I ask. I would text her and go this and this and this. And in my mind... My approach was going to be, I give her the bullet points of what's missing. She go right. She must go right and put it in and then I'll translate and edit. Yes. She's the writer. I'm just quietly the editor translator in the back. And when I'm done, the project's off my desk. It's I'm off the hook. It's very convenient, yeah. right? And um, I sent her the message and she texts back and she's like, everything you've just said and thought has been my private line of thought with the Lord and now you've just said it out loud Oh wow! and the content that's missing well go write and send it to me and I was like okay that's not what I planned Mm. and I write the content I send it to her and she messaged back and said this is great if it happens again do it again and I go back to my desk and you know when you feel the Holy Spirit like standing right behind you and just like smiling over your shoulder Mm. going "Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm you wanted to know where this is going this is where it's going and it was it was this really comical but sweet moment between mm-hmm. me and the Lord of of um, just realizing okay here is an uh, abrupt change of plan mm-hmm. and I'm a planner I I don't take partnerships in any shape or form very lightly co-authoring can be a complex yeah. thing the potential mm-hmm. for conflict is very high plus you're writing with a relative um, you know, and it's 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 something that I would have taken a planned approach to mm. if I'd known beforehand. What are you going to write? What am I going to write? Mm. How is this going to work? Yes. Da, 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 da. Mm. And the Lord just sidelined both of us. Mm. We we sort of had our little method of operating together mm. on it content. It just flowed naturally. Yeah, and the Lord just interrupted and said, no, okay, you are now joining the party. Sure. And it was... At the same time as a really tough season of my own life, a lot of stuff had happened and I was at a place where I didn't realize it, but starting on this project effectively saved my life. Um, It was the start of the most intensive healing journey I'd ever been through. And I've done healing courses Mm. of all kinds. This was different. This was a... One of one of those journeys where the Lord takes you deeper than you've ever been. You have no control. Mm-hmm. Everything you knew or thought you knew before this journey is now no longer sufficient. You are in so far over your head mm-hmm. and you can't back out. Yeah, You can't pretend to unread the first five chapters of Enoch once you've read it. And I realized, okay, I'm in for a ride. Wow. And that's how that went. Do you know what? That sounds so amazing. I, I just actually look at the two of you. And just the fact that you've studied what you've studied and do what you do, you know, it's all God ordained. Yeah. You know, the yeah. fact that your mom writes, you've got that feel. And I, I listen to the way you speak, and you've got it incredible. I mean, you offer cons, and you speak so beautifully, and you use such beautiful words just to speak. And I, I, I just 
see this whole thing of God had like supernaturally put this together um, for you. And I am, um, you know, God is so good. Like you said, it brought healing to you. And whatever you've been through, it was part of the plan. And that is so amazing. So it makes me so much more wanting to read your book. Okay. <laughs> you know, excited to read what God has done because, you know, sometimes we think, oh, you know, what are you going to get out of this? Mm. Until you said you you in it, you're reading it, mm. and it's ministering to you, even though yeah. you're part of the whole, um, exactly. you know, putting it together and it how was, God had called you in. That was a journey chapter for chapter, week for week. Wow. Yeah. Um, I would sit at my desk and we would tell each other almost daily, every week, what are we doing? What are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? Yeah. And we talk about the missing bits of content as we filled them in and Mm -hmm. as I made progress through the editing process and we'd both go quiet on the phone, our minds just blown by what God would unfold. Um, There were times that God would have us put content in and she and I would sort of, one of us would go like, hmm. Hmm, not so sure we're going to put this in there. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we'd spend like about two, three days going back and forth and polishing until we both could have peace. Mm. Um, and then in the bits would go <laughs> that we were worried about. Well, that so. was what was to me so amazing. Like I would feel, yeah, I know this is true, but just this is heavy. Can we put it? In? If I were on my own, yes. I think I would have copped out. Um, it's safer. No. It's rather safer not to write something yes. and say it. But once it's written, it's written. Yes. And then she would, I didn't know, would sit with the same thoughts on her side. Aww. And then, like she said, we would talk and say, oh, maybe not, maybe. And when the one was like wavering, the other one would encourage. Mm. And so I, I was like sleepless nights sometimes. I thought, Lord, this was the world we are living in now. We can get in so much trouble. Mm. And to get peace and pass over that and realize, you know, either we believe what we did mm. and we are willing to give our lives and for that. And to take a risk. Or stop it, yes. you know. And, and, and that to me was like when we, when we both would get the, yes, it's got to be in. Yeah. It was about in the same time. Like yeah. I would find mm. her the next day and say, you know, I think... I'm scared, but it's got to be in. And then she would say, I got the same. Or Dion would say, he would chime in on the phone conversations that we would have back and forth and he'd go, no, that must go in. And we're both like, well, okay then. Okay, that's third confirmation. (laughs) And you know what I love about it is, and I'm going to repeat this, is that your book had ministered to your own daughter and you were reeled into something that you didn't even know God had planned for you. Mm. But I, I just want to say offhand, I think if you're not doing translations, I really believe that that is the way you're going to go ahead. So I don't know. That's just, mm. you could take that Thank to you. God. But I think that is the, there's such a need for it. And I, I believe that God, God is going to use you mightily in that field. But I also want to find out from you because you've spoken now a lot about how God had put the supernaturally together. So this book is definitely from God. There's no two ways about that. I just want to add, um, our testimonies is in the front. Oh, awesome. um, Some people say to me, I've just read the first four pages and I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) So I knew, okay. And that's the thing that I wanted to Mm. say. I forgot about it when we were struggling because everything is in there, intimacy, in time, 
the the pre pre uh, flood times, the Nephilim store, everything is in there. Wow! And when I was struggling with, I mean, there's so much about rituals and blood and guts. That's all in there with the intimacy. Mm. So it's just very it's rough. it's rough. And then one night I was again wondering, yeah, Lord. I was scared when I got to Revelation where it says the nine groups that will not enter Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem. And then the Lord has got this checklist and it's all in chapters 20 and 22 of Revelation. So I put it mm. together and I called it a checklist. And then the Lord said to me, no, it's a mercy list. Wow. It's a mercy list to see if if you if the enemy is telling you you're not good enough, holy enough to be uh, raptured. And, and and then they can go and check the mercy list. And no, well, I'm still doing this. Okay, I know now I've been warned. I must stop this or yeah. I will be left behind. Yes. And in Enoch, it's that same feeling. It's like walk in holiness and righteousness and fear God. That's the beginning of wisdom and yes. that's it. So he's very, uh, how will I put it? Earnest. Earnest and straightforward. Mm. And then when I was struggling, the Lord said these words. He said, I take personal responsibility for every book that goes to every person. Wow. And from that moment off, it was like this heavy, it was heavy what we were getting, was so, lifted from our shoulders. To realize that's the way he looks at it, because mm. it's his book. Before I go on to the next question, I quickly want to ask, how long did it take to write this book? In total, five years, because I had just started that group in 2019 to mm. do Enoch, and we did, I think, two chapters. Then I got colon cancer, and I thought, okay, Lord, so I'm going home. All this was just to keep me busy. Well, I mean, all the terrible things you hear about colon cancer, and it was a rough time. But he took me through it, got the, uh, got through the operation, surgery, and took a long time to recover. But I thought, well, maybe I just had to write three chapters for my own intimacy. That's okay yes. then. And in the end of that year, the first thing when I felt better was to, to do this harvest camp. Okay. And the Holy Spirit came down like I never saw it before in all the years. And that's when I realized, okay, the brides are falling pregnant with ministries, one by one by one. Sure. And then 2020, the lockdown came. Mm. And I thought, oh, nice. Now I've got the whole, how long this is going to take to write the book yes. and then not have classes. Not once could I feel the tap open. It didn't open. Well, that's yeah. when I wrote my book because I didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> but that's, yes. Yeah, so it's yeah. to do with your own intimacy. So yes. I was like, Lord, what can't I write? I have all this time now. Give, give, you know. Mm. And he just, he said to me, no, enter the, your chambers. It's time for your own intimacy again. Sure. And at that point, during that lockdown, she then did a Song of Songs podcast for eight weeks, oh, wow. eight to ten weeks straight. And the angle of that Song of Songs was different to idea. It was very different to any other way she'd ever done it before. Um, There was much more of an end time urgency around it. There was much more of a um, depth to the call uh, to brides to really 
get on with intimacy while you have the time, while you have lockdown, you have nowhere else to be, are you going to turn to escapism or you're going to turn to Christ and get your house in order? Sure. So that's what she ended up doing 2020. <laughs> and okay. then 2021, some more life happened and the editing yeah. started about just the last 18 months. Yeah, so I just want to ask one question before we take a short break. What is the key, what is the core of God Calls? If you can tell me in a nutshell, maybe Heidi what do you think is the core of this book? What is it that you want to get out to the people? What is the urgency in this book? If you can, yeah, just in a nutshell, just, like, just, just get that message across. I think in answering your question, I will tell the story of how we got the title. Okay. Because that I really. I was just thinking, <laughs> you must talk about the title. <laughs> that is the core That's of it. it um, I was in the final stages of editing and we were getting ready to print. And I was awake to three o'clock on Wednesday morning and I had words starting to come. And I, I had planned in the back of my head that I would write the copy for the back of the book, the, the blurb that goes on the back the week after. I knew it needed to be done. It was on my list, but I hadn't gone there yet. And now I'm lying in bed and these words start coming for the back of the book. And I'm like, well, I'm awake. I'm not going to remember this in the morning. I better write it down now before it's gone. And I got up, wrote down all of the copy for the back of the book. And then I'm sitting there going, okay, well, now we have the copy, but Lord, we need a title. And I thought about the first two books and how this title kind of needs to top the other two. It needs to be different but also complementary and pull it together. And in that moment, it just dropped in my spirit. God calls, God roep in Afrikaans. Mm. And I just sat there like dumbstruck because I thought to myself, now can you imagine telling a colleague at work or a friend over coffee, have you read God calls? It immediately gets your attention. Um and I was near tears. I went to bed, and the next morning I rang my mom. I said, I have the copy for the back. And I read it to her. She's deathly quiet. <laughs> She's like, yes. And I said, I've got the title. She says, yes. And I give her the title, and she goes, yes. And she's <laughs> sobbing on the other end, and I'm going, okay, that's it. And that is the core message. God is calling. And um, the cover of the book is a painting by Brindley Pritchard. He's a well-known artist with a brilliant resume. This man paints very anointed paintings. Mm -hmm. You have all encountered just standing in front of his paintings. And the painting, it's one of his paintings that we used for the cover with permission. And it was a painting I'd seen in his studio in Claremont before he moved to Pretoria. And it was a painting he hadn't finished. He'd never intended to exhibit it. It was just sort of standing standing at the back of his studio and I looked at it and I thought I love this painting there's something so pensive about God's face about Christ's face sitting at that fire Um, it's not this like big boom kind of picture there's just the pensiveness through me and I knew that had to be the cover and that the title would be the same yellow as the flames Mm -hmm. and that's the vision I had of what the book had to look like and boy was that a fight (laughs) It took a number of weeks to fight for the cover. And um, when the designer came with the first concept and he had blurred the, the face into the background of the scene, I knew exact, immediately this is it. This wow. is absolutely it. And it's 
to get to the key message, God calls, um, and one of my favorite verses in the book is near the end, where Enoch is really wrapping up his last words, his his final plea to you, the reader, and to his son and grandsons to whom he left his records. And he calls them the generation of light. Yeah. Um, and it's it's about – he is speaking identity over this generation that is mm. in far more need of light, of yes. the word, of a calling, of purpose, of direction than any other generation mm. before. More lost than before. Exactly. Yes. And mm. there is something deeply, profoundly, almost gut-wrenchingly hopeful about this book. It's the most hopeful book I've ever read. Um, there is – justice detailed in it in a time where we don't see any. Mm. Um, there is justice, there is judgment, there is hope. We know in Revelation of the books of the Lamb of Life and the Lamb's Book of Life and um, what's the other one again? God's, God's Book. book of life, yeah. uh, the Books of Remembrance. Enoch mm. also talks about the Book of Blessings recorded for every single believer and God has Shall. something planned, something precisely curated and selected mm. for each believer. You don't, we don't all get the same goodie bag when we get up there. Yeah. There is carefully selected blessings written down, recorded for each believer up there. And there is a book of reproof, which sets out in painstaking detail judgments for mm. every group of people who who don't choose him. Um. So all of that to say Enoch calls, he gives direction, he gives light, he gives hope. Um, and it's – you can almost hear him the further that you read. It's louder and louder and urgent. You can't it's, – it's a book that demands a response from you. How will you answer God's call? And we're at the end of the program, so we're going to end off shortly. But before we end off, we promise that we'll give um, Tani Poppy and Heidi Lee's details. So if you would want to order or chat to them um, about any of their books and particularly even God Calls, then, yeah, this is this is the details. So, yeah, Heidi Lee, what are the, the email address or details that they can contact you? Okay, to order these books, you can go to the website for Bridal Love Ministries, which is www.blm.org.za. And on the shop page there, you will find everything you're looking for. The book God Calls is available in Afrikaans and English hard copy and as an ebook in English. Um, and to get hold of Tani Poppy, you can email her at poppy at blm.org.za. To get hold of myself, you can email me on info at wellsofprayer.com. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to end off now. Is there anything that you would like to say before we pray? Yes, I want to take this opportunity and speak about the title, God Calls, Walk with God Like Enoch. God roep, wandel met God, soos Enoch. That brought me back to the calling, right about Enoch. It's not about him. It's watch his example and follow it if you want to be raptured. And I know people are on two sides concerning the subject, but from the word, 
If you look back, Elijah was raptured, Old Testament. Jesus was raptured, New Testament. The two witnesses in uh, Revelation is going to be raptured. Every time the Lord did something so uh, overwhelming, it was a sign to the world that judgment is coming. And the brides got to walk in holiness and righteousness like Enoch did, and she will be taken. And that will be the greatest sign to the world that God is real. Something terrible has happened. And then he follows that up with the rapture of the two witnesses who would stand at the temple that will be rebuilt in Jerusalem, testifying that this is the end of the world, make right with God. And that is why he says God is calling his bride to walk with him like Enoch did, so that she can be found worthy to be raptured. And the time we have left, we have to talk and preach and pray and talk and preach and pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tani Poppy, for that word. And it seems like, you know, and, and I, I agree with you, we don't know the time and it's time to do what God has called you to do and get our lives back in line with him. Amen. But Heidi, would you end up with prayer, please? Yeah, just before I pray, because um, this is going to be part of the prayer, mm. we want to share some of Enoch's own words with the listeners. This is from the end of his text, just about, um, from chapter 1 in the book, chapter 21, 94.1. Now I say to you, my children, love righteousness and walk in it, for the paths of righteousness are worthy of acceptance, but the paths of iniquity will quickly be destroyed and vanish. And to certain men from a future generation, the paths of wrongdoing and of death will be revealed, and they will keep away from them and will not follow them. And now I say to you, the righteous, do not walk in the wicked path or in wrongdoing or in the paths of death, and do not draw near to them or you may be destroyed, but seek and choose for yourself righteousness and a life that is pleasing and walk in the paths of peace so that you may live and prosper." Hold my words firmly in the thoughts of your heart and do not let them be erased from your heart. For I know that sinners will tempt men to debase wisdom and no place will be found for it. And temptation will in no way decrease. At the very end, the Lord said, now I will call the spirits of the good who are of the generation of light. This is you, the listener. And I will transform those who were born in darkness, sin, who in the flesh were not recompensed with honor as fitting to their faith. And I will bring out into the shining light those who love my holy name, and I will set each one on the throne of his honor. And they will shine for times without number, for righteous is the judgment of God, for with the faithful he will keep faith in the dwelling of upright paths. Um, And Lord, I pray for your blessing on every listener who has heard these words of Enoch that you will call to them and they will hear your call and that they will respond and answer to your call in these last days. I pray that you give each listener the courage to pursue you until they have an encounter with you, that you will touch the lives of every listener going forward and that your Holy Spirit will water the seed that is planted today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Heidi Lee. So, unfortunately, this is the end of my program. Thank you so much for joining me. And we'll be chatting again next Saturday at the same time from me alone at Willie for you. Goodbye.
This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.